0: Welcome to Concession Impressions, the show where we review a movie right after we watch it. Today we are reviewing the new Toei Animation film, One Piece, Film Red. Woo! So this be an interesting one because I will say that post to Dragon Ball, you're a fan of One Piece. Yes, I am. And I'm a fan of One Piece. Mm-hmm.
1: So We're and, both familiar this time.
0: Yeah. And also a little bit of a warning, I guess. I guess this is all I'm going to say, which is that, again, this is another film that I can't really say the opening, which is this is a show where we review a movie that we just watched because this one I also had the opportunity to work on and... Because of that, I've already watched the film a few times. This is not my first time viewing this film. All right, so One Piece Film Red is a little bit hard of a film to summarize, especially without giving spoilers. And it's kind of hard to summarize the entirety of One Piece, but it is a a Japanese comic book or manga that has been turned into an anime TV show that has been running since the 90s. And it is about... Think about, it's kind of Pirates of the Caribbean, with superpowers. Yes. So it's pretty much like pirates, but if there's special fruit in the world that if you eat it, you gain a special power. And the story follows Luffy, a uh, naive boy who wants to become king of the pirates and
1: become the freest person on the sea.
0: Yes. Even though he's like a pirate and pirates are bad, he's like an overall good guy and he throughout his journey um, recruits, other like-minded individuals and they go on a journey to become the pirate king. Well, he becomes the pirate king and then their crew become like most powerful crew.
1: Yes. Well, he hasn't done that yet, but presumably he will. Yeah. It's only been 20 years. (laughs)
0: Yeah. The story is still ongoing. So think of like, for instance, for Americans who haven't watched the anime or know the story, think of it as like The Simpsons and then The Simpsons movie came out. It's kind of like that where it's a TV show and then they kind of made a standalone movie that is kind of adjacent to the story, the main story, even though Simpsons doesn't really work because there's not really a main story in Simpsons, but in One Piece there is. So it's kind of like that. I'm trying to
1: think of a good example for American movies like Transformers. (laughs) They made movies but they had a tv show mm-hmm. yeah along there's not along. really a good there's not a great analogous tv show in america
0: you can also say like marvel films yeah but in a way also it is slightly different where this film is not technically a part of the story the main story it's kind of made up for it to be a movie not right. really it's not really tied into the story
1: right the terminology is canon and not canon Yes. And this movie is non-canonical.
0: <laughs> Could possibly be. I don't know. I have the, We're going to talk about it later. So I think for that point, most of this review is going to be geared, I would say, towards the people who do know this anime and who want to go watch this film or know One Piece. Because I feel like my going into my review of shoots people go see it, it would be if you're a fan of One Piece or a fan of anime, mm-hmm. like let's say, you know of One Piece and you're like, I don't want to watch all thousand episodes episodes of One Piece and catch up or 1000 something chapters to catch up. I think you could just watch this film, there would be a lot of characters that you probably won't know. But I think it kind of takes you along for the ride where it doesn't necessarily is needed to know all these characters backstories, you kind of can just get thrown in a little bit. Yeah, I think it would still be a fun time. So if you're a fan of anime in general, that you will still really enjoy this film. Mm. Uh, I think it'd also be great for people to take their kids to like Mm -hmm. it's a definitely a family friendly movie yeah for the most part part. yeah it is a little dark you know because anime don't think of it as just for kids so yeah i think i say go see it i really enjoyed it even though i've seen it so many times i still enjoy watching it
1: so to give a a brief summary of this movie okay i think i would say it's like if one piece and dance dance revolution had a baby yeah (laughs) it's, it's a musical it's it's basically like a musical yeah and there's like scenes where i i know there are going to be people who like memorize the dances and are going to be doing those dances for the next 10 years well well, at cosplay cons did
0: you notice that all the music parts were 3d cgi yeah Yeah, like cg rather than like a 2d animation
1: which i actually wanted to talk about that uh, as far as this conversation to broaden the scope a little bit towards animation in general. Mm-hmm. I actually thought this movie uh, was able to use the CG animation that is starting to grow more and more common within mm-hmm. contemporary anime really well to where it wasn't distracting.
0: Yeah, opposed to like, for instance, Dragon Ball that came out recently, which is all CG. Yes mostly cg i think this definitely i like the the animation in this movie a lot more right Um,
1: it stuck closer and more true to the original
0: yeah and it was really well done too like yeah yeah like if you especially like some of the fight scenes just like just the animation just like looks so beautiful dances were all mocap were they interesting because um i don't know if you knew this as well but the main character in this film Uta, Mm -hmm. leading up the like advertisement leading up to this or even kind of around this she's had like several concerts throughout the world no oh, i
1: didn't know that but uh J- japan does have i believe the world's first completely cg no not the world's first because i guess technically the gorillas did it first mm, yeah Were this the cg uh pop stars but they have a very famous one that's also a completely cg generated pop star yes Hatsune miku yeah i believe correct
0: yeah so the thing is like it's the dances are all mm-hmm. recorded and then just copy and pasted. So, like the same dance moves you see in this movie are the same dance moves you'll see in those concerts and also if you go to like social media uh-huh. there will be videos of a fake Uta teaching you the dance moves
1: that's very cool
0: so you can yeah. yes you can learn the dance move and the dance moves are very unique in this thing but I think that's also the thing I didn't really like was that because it was like mo-capped cg the animation in mocap is kind of funky sometimes so when she's like holding things it kind of doesn't translate as well I felt like
1: this is my major problem with cg animation as a whole is it becomes a little too rigid and naturalistic in an unnatural like uncanny valley kind of way
0: yeah yeah exactly i think the parts that were like 2d drawn felt more like it flowed a lot better right
1: somehow more natural than Mm -hmm. the cg animation which is technically more accurate to real life which is this is just a weird effect that we we haven't quite figured out yet
0: yeah to further deep go deeper into it you have yet to give your see it don't see it review so what do you think
1: i think weirdly i'm going to give it the same not the same review as dragon ball but basically the same see it or don't see it rating okay which is if you're a fan definitely go see it if you're not you could be either way
0: (laughs) yeah if i was using the ice screen method then i would give it one scoop yeah cool well we're on an agreement for that tonight i guess (laughs) cool well i think i want to jump into spoilers because i feel like there's so many things that i want to talk about especially Mm. there's so many things i want to ask you as a i think i'm a one piece fan but i think that comparing our fandomness that the word i don't know sure the fanniness I think you're a big (laughs) fan I think you're a lot bigger fan of One Piece than I am.
1: Okay, maybe, potentially.
0: I think you know a lot more than me. So I'm kind of curious to ask you some questions about about some things. I hope you do. Okay, so let's, without further ado, let's jump into the spoilers. The reason why I think I didn't talk so much about the summary of the film in the first part is because there's so much that if you just say anything, it's pretty much it's pretty spoiler-y. spoilery. And I think if you, if I say only like, okay, so Luffy and the gang go to watch an old friend Uta's concert and pirates and the marines, everyone gets involved and there's a whole crazy disaster pretty much. Uh, I feel like that doesn't sound like a fun film really compared to what really happens. So I I didn't want to explain that but pretty much there's so much going on with like Uta and um, her past and revealing some of those things because she's also like the daughter of Shanks who is one of the biggest kind of characters in this series
1: and the biggest mysteries. Yeah.
0: And that was one of the things. I'm going to go straight into the, the spoilers. What do you think about seeing Shanks hockey?
1: Uh I think it's very cool. I think if you're an American audience and we've gotten a few chapters ahead of when this was released in Japan some of this is maybe not as shocking or new information <laughs> because we've kind of seen oh, a little yeah, bit of it in, in the manga already yeah and the recent whereas we if you through. saw it in Japan you wouldn't have seen that yet
0: that's true yeah cuz by the time this when this came out in Japan that was a little while ago yeah yeah that's true which is going to be my theory of that it this could definitely be a part of canon for the story because
1: mm. technically I mean, all the characters in this are confirmed to be in One Piece, the main story, except for maybe the old guy that was on the island.
0: Yeah, I think, and everything kind of still falls in place perfectly. Mm -hmm. Like, Luffy and Shanks technically didn't meet again.
1: Nope, they haven't met yet
0: because Luffy was like in a dream sequence and Shanks was in the real war, world right. so like that doesn't happen or like Usopp and Yasop they only connect through their th- their hockey, hockey. observation mm-hmm. hockey so like
1: which that is a big reveal actually that it confirms that Usopp has observation hockey which I don't know if it's been confirmed in the manga that he has observation hockey
0: See so again I don't even remember I didn't even know what hockey was until recently and I didn't even know who has which hockey or how hockey works so I don't even know about that so like that's the thing right
1: so maybe to step back there are a couple things it's really this is impossible to kind of summarize
0: i think that's what i was saying i think from this point this is primarily for the one piece fans or for the anime fans because there's no way we're here being like what is devil fruit what is hockey what is like
1: what's been explained over several thousand chapters (laughs)
0: 20 over 20 years of Mm -hmm. content it's like let me sit down here and like describe every single game of thrones book that's exactly I mean. it's, it's
1: exactly like describing game of thrones in a single sit down
0: you know there's so many characters there's so many like lands and places and characters and deaths and triumphs and that's kind of like how can you explain it you can't It's just impossible so
1: and the it, funny thing is the reason the fandom is still holding on to one piece so strongly is because we still don't know even half of the questions yeah. we don't have the answers to even half of the questions yet that have been asked throughout the series
0: so yeah. like specifically the biggest thing is the story is called one piece and we don't even know what one piece is even. not even no it's just some MacGuffin. we don't have any clue it's like a some macguffin that is mm. gonna be the answer to what it means to become the pirate king or something or another it could be nothing i don't know
1: i there are several many theories yeah
0: so i wanted to ask you where because i just recently caught up in one piece mm-hmm. so i was like oh i know exactly where this is were in the series in the anime in the manga Mm -hmm. until the very end and then i thought i have no idea anymore so do you think this is a part of the story or do you think this is, I mean, I guess it's technically it's not canon, but do you think it could be question one, question two, uh, where, if it was canon, do you think it lies within the main storyline?
1: So I think it is probably, well, actually the way the movie is kind of constructed, it almost doesn't really even matter if it's canon or not. Nothing happens in it that would affect the story going forward, which is one of my main criticisms of pretty much all of these animals anime movies uh this is a, a problem with a lot of anime movies is that they are designed to be non-canonical and they are designed to be just kind of more or less fan service that happens in between seasons in a way uh, to get people to just keep living the uh story without you know affecting the story in any way and yeah. so it makes for an interesting viewing experience because ultimately nothing you've seen is that impactful this one i think has a few things and i think several weeks ago, it would have been very impactful. Mm-hmm. Okay. I don't know if that answered your question at all. <laughs> Not really. Not really.
0: I think you answered kind of more if you think it's canon Right. it sounds like. The answer is neither yes or no. It's more of it doesn't matter.
1: Right. Well, it, because of the way the movie is set up, so the movie it kind of is like it's all it was all a dream. Yeah, yeah. It Which, definitely uses that. Yeah.
0: I mean, literally, they are in a dream for, for the majority adventures. of the movie, yeah.
1: Which is the power of the one character, Uda, the main Antagonist in this basically, which I didn't see coming actually. I was not aware of that based off of the trailers.
0: That's good. I was gonna say, actually, if you thought if you knew that the twists were because there's a few twists, there's yeah, she that she's the bad person, actually, and also I guess the biggest twist is that she's not uh, Shanks's real daughter,
1: right? So she's like, which is interesting, it's a this is a common thing throughout the story of One Piece is this like events reoccurring, so found in a very similar way by pre previous pirate king gold roger so shanks found Uta basically just randomly in, in a box and he just adopted her which makes me wonder whether or not Luffy is going to have some similar situation happen like that.
0: Where he finds
1: him? Some random child in the future yeah. Because this is a consistent thing that happens throughout the story.
0: Interesting. I always thought Luffy was going to be like Rogers and he was going to get sick and die or some of like that near the end.
1: I'm pretty sure that's going to happen too. Shanks is also probably going to die before the end of the story. Yeah. It hasn't happened yet so this is not a spoiler but That's my prediction. Sorry to everyone.
0: I was going to say also, so I thought that the story took place between they go to Wano, but after the big bomb stuff.
1: I think it has to be after Wano.
0: It does though, right? Because we see... Well, here's the thing. It doesn't make sense either way because... before Wano makes sense right because it's like okay Big Mom is after them and all these characters would oh, make right. more sense at that point point. and it's like okay maybe they're on the way to Wano they stop by this concert and then they go off to Wano again which also makes sense why Shanks is here because Shanks is also ends up at Wano to help Luffy at the end right, right? so he would probably be nearby however the one thing that doesn't make sense is that Luffy turns into his his god form at the end of the film.
1: Only very briefly so maybe it is right before Wano because it's it's like foreshadowing that he is about to fully awaken his devil fruit i
0: guess but he doesn't i don't know maybe he like doesn't because rem- it's like a dream maybe maybe he doesn't remember it he's also luffy i guess and he never knows what he's doing because i was like i don't know like that whole form was discovered and shown at the end of wano right when he defeats big mom right. so big mom is no longer in the picture so i was like that so it doesn't has it, has it, to be ha- it cannot be after wano yes so but yeah you're right maybe he, maybe that that does make sense the only way it could make sense is if this was his first time turning in that we know of into this uh monkey form mm. his, his monkey god form
1: which is also we didn't really see him use any of his god powers <laughs> that's
0: true he kind of more or less just he turned just, punches. Into it. He just yeah. punched once
1: and so i think it's safe to say this this is probably before wano at least before the end of wano for sure and it is also this might just add to the non canonicalness of this movie because there are several things that don't fully add up for the series like the fact that like a few people just like sprayed some water on luffy and that immediately made him powerless that's not really how that works at least in the manga in the manga they have to be at least like waist deep or something for it to start absorbing
0: i was thinking that i was wondering because i was like this seems so powerful like why doesn't everyone just like carry buckets of seawater with them right because... exactly
1: it may, it's yeah because you... they can just defeat
0: any <laughs> anyone because they just hear him throw a bucket of seawater on you bam now you're weak and i can just kill you right so
1: step back for a second the devil fruit powers are crazy powers that range in a variety of effectiveness <laughs> luffy yeah. the main character ate a devil fruit that turns him into a rubber man so he's made of rubber at least that's what we initially think or are initially told um it turns out big spoiler for many people potentially um turns out it wasn't actually rubber fruit. It was actually like the Nika Nika fruit, which is the sun god fruit, which turns him into like a sun god with the power of imagination. And he basically gains what is termed toon force powers. Yeah,
0: he becomes Spongebob and uses the power of imagination.
1: Like, I think the, the, the best example is like Bugs Bunny. Yeah, definitely. Definitely Bugs Bunny vibes. Mm-hmm where he, he just, like, has power over the environment somehow. but Or or, or even, like, the, the Mask, if you've seen the movie The Mask. Somebody kind of stop me. That. So it, it's, like, ridiculous cartoonification of the world and bending laws of physics to cartoon reality. But all Devil Fruits, to get back to the point, have a uh, weakness, which is they are hated by the sea, or at least that's what the lore of the land is. We don't know if that's actually true or not, Or how that all actually works. We don't know anything about devil fruits. One of the many mysteries. So if you are submerged in ocean water, you are instantly drained of all your power. If you are a devil fruit eater, yeah, that's the sacrifice you give up in order to attain devil fruit powers.
0: Yeah, which is kind of tough too. If you're someone who wants to become pirate king and can go in the ocean, and in a
1: world where ninety percent of it is covered in water. (laughs) True.
0: But yeah, I want to focus, uh, I know we're talking about like a lot of the lore actually, and I was kind of, one thing I wanted to talk to you about because I know you're a fan of One Piece, but I want to kind of rein back a little bit and talk more about the film itself. Yes. So... Uh, there's the one thing that I really enjoyed I think my favorite part of the film was the music I definitely liked that it was like a musical mm-hmm. and I think that was really fun and I think the music in it specifically was really great
1: I actually wondered if they had different singers like multiple singers but I think it by the end I was convinced that it was all one singer who just mm-hmm. had a very flexible well, I'll singing tell you, voice I'll
0: tell you about it because I know I actually do know about this one good okay Okay. so so her name is Addo. so actually you mean knew about her she's like a little hipster about her you mean mm. a hipster, like a kind of a i discovered her back when the day so pretty much for this person <laughs> the story is that this person would upload herself singing like vocaloid songs to the internet and she became popular like how can this human being sing the same songs as these robotic vocaloids who are mm-hmm. kind of programmed to sing at that, like, level. And since then, she became really popular. And, yes, she did sing all of them. She has a g- amazing range. That's actually the reason why I liked it, because I was like, wow, I'd never heard of this person before watching this film. Mm-hmm. Maybe just, like, once or twice on the radio. But, like, in this film, she sings so many different styles of songs and, like, different ranges.
1: Yeah, everything from, like, techno to punk to more pop ballad like it's pretty much the full gamut
0: yeah and she does them all very well now the thing is her voice and the voice actress who does the normal Uta voice is different. Sure. And uh, we watch it subbed, but if you watch it Japanese dubbed, you'll you'll listen to a English voice actress, and then it will jump into the Japanese voice mm. for the songs. Now, another thing is the reason why each song has a different like tone and and theme and different style is because they're each created by a different famous artist in Japan. Oh, interesting. Who wrote the music? and then she just sang it. Nice. So a lot of the different people in it are actually like, there's like a bunch of these really famous uh, musicians in Japan kind of all came together and, well, not came together because they did their own songs, but they all kind of contributed to this movie by writing their own song for it. Mm. So there's like a lot of big names in the music, Japanese music industry who contributed to making songs to this film.
1: That's very cool. We don't have quite that same system in the U.S., so I think it would be much more difficult to get that. Yeah. Um,
0: it's as if like, you know, trying China- to, trying to think of some American musicians
1: <laughs> well I think like the closest thing you would get would be something like Cher and Christina Aguilera working on the burlesque film together but like they're the stars of the movie they're not like just producing one song and you don't have like Cher plus every other person <laughs>
0: plus Eminem <laughs> and yeah plus or actually Ariana you know Grande. what's a good
1: maybe a good uh, comparison actually would be Black Panther because Black Panther has a ton of different artists working on that score true but that's That's like such an oddity in American cinema. But I don't know how
0: uh, unique this case was in Japan.
1: Well, I actually wanted to talk about that. Okay. Was I've noticed a trend as of late in Japanese movies. And maybe this is just me cluing into it late. But there was another very big movie from Japan last year called Bell, which is also another musical.
0: Oh, and that was by another kind of famous director. The the director
1: who made the Digimon movie that I watched religiously as a child. Uh Uh-huh. I
0: forget his name, sorry. But yes, okay. I think that is, I don't know. I think I'm in the same like unknown as you. Yeah, uh, but I think I will say that in especially the anime world, I would mm. say that music kind of goes hand in hand with it because you know there's like the openings, the endings that kind of mm-hmm. kind of encompass each episode and kind of like bring it all together. So I feel like in a way, everyone who watches anime is kind of already used to listening to songs every time they watch it. Yeah. So I feel like it, it doesn't. It's not too far fetched to think that a lot of these animes could kind of go into a musical route.
1: I also think like in anime there's a productness about it whereas it's not that this isn't true of American films it's just I think American films try to hide it more whereas I think Japanese films very often are very in your face like this is the latest product that will be in stores well yeah Soon,
0: i think in american films it's more like oh the guy is drinking a coca-cola can and then he turns right. and you see the coca-cola or they're driving like bmw's or some of that and right. this it's like oh it's
1: product placement
0: yeah exactly and that they're selling those products through placing them in the scene product mm-hmm. placement so but in this film and i think in a lot of anime film animated films they're not And I think the same thing, sorry, I'm kind of going off topic, but same thing in, like, uh, maybe the Lego movie
1: or, like, Marvel films. Star Wars model.
0: Yes. It's, like, selling not products, but it's selling itself, their own products. Its own
1: branded products and toys. Like, for instance, in this movie there are like the sunny clear things like the sunny
0: the sunny ship turning
1: into into a little like like stuffed animal stuffed animal thing yeah which that will definitely be around i am sure i think very popular yeah i
0: mean you said it and (laughs) i kind of want one too actually yeah
1: yeah. I, it, it was just so clear as soon as that popped up on screen and I'm like, okay. Yeah. Well
0: like all <laughs> at some point a lot of the characters get that like miniature kind mm-hmm. of cute model built kind of from after them. So I was like, I can see it and also like
1: the cheapification. Yes.
0: yeah exactly um but then also like they all have their own specific uh outfits yes several outfits in the film yes uh, That i can see them making models or different things after that they can sell i was
1: actually very intrigued by at the, the opening scenes of this movie the straw hats are all dressed in different famous musical acts mm-hmm. like uh usap is dressed like uh the guys from kiss okay keep going <laughs> <These movies. laughs> uh, brooks i think is supposed to be a reference to it's like a lot of like Rappers in the U.S. right now kind of have that same style, like streetwear style. Sanji's
0: the creepy singer who wears really tight short shorts and super hairy legs. I honestly don't
1: remember what Sanji looks like in this (laughs) Uh, Sanji was more underwhelming, but Bay is dressed as uh, Elvis. Ooh, yeah, that's right. He is, is uh, right, Elvis. And then I wasn't sure about some of the other ones. Some of, like it's. I think some of the the female characters were dressed up as like more Japanese yeah, singers. I bet. But I thought that was funny and interesting. And again, like they're gonna sell a a Kiss Usap branded toy somewhere. I'm sure. Yeah, um, I'm sure they are. I know they already have. But yeah, cool. That was which actually goes along with one of the earlier things you were saying which was them releasing this as a concert. And this almost is like, I think really the thing that this movie is doing more so than anything is it's almost a concert film. Like if you think of something like Beyonce's visual album, this is almost the visual album to this One Piece record. (laughs) Mm
0: -hmm. Yeah, definitely. And I I think for me the best part and i think that's the reason why i like, like to watch this film or would want to watch this film multiple times is because the songs were really well made and even mm. like the visuals. it kind of is like mini uh music videos with throughout right. the film uh, and then between it's just like a lot of exposition and some fighting throughout the way so what do you think of then the rest of the film like I guess we both agreed that the animation we really liked, the music really really liked. What about the rest of it? The story. You said you kinda I would
1: say for me the weakest thing just to get that out of the way was the exposition dumps that would just occasionally happen <laughs> for like several minutes yeah I, I found myself sort of losing interest maybe because <laughs> I, I I don't know especially considering that this is not super canonical I guess and, and sometimes these movies end up like not being the final realized version of these characters and in, in the actual story even if a character like Uta which we've only really seen in this version when she makes it onto the screen because I think we've seen or onto the uh, anime because we've seen like a brief glimpse of her I think somewhere in the manga oh. and so I mean yeah
0: the manga was still like kind of you know hyping up the movie and the, the right. anime has like a, a whole arc where it's like more of a backstory between them so mm-hmm. it does kind of go into it a little bit but then again that's all like filler episodes and the manga was more just to kind of more sell the movie rather than be a part of the actual story
1: right but I, I think it might be confirmed that she's going to be a part of the final story at some point maybe i don't know i wouldn't
0: be surprised i mean but the ending though you were kind of confused but
1: i was very confused by the ending yes she is dead she is dead because in the end they're all
0: gathering around a coffin pretty much right okay her body kind of and they're all like crying and then you kind of see Luffy starting to cry too
1: right i think i i might have looked away at the wrong time or something because i i think I, i there was something missing where that like they're trying to get her to go to sleep So that she doesn't die, and then we like cut to the real world. Everybody's waking up.
0: Yeah, pretty much the mushroom she was taking was killing her or keeping her. Was keeping her awake at the cost of her life. Yes, because she was using her powers, which was draining her life. And then
1: Shanks walks in with a a little sippy drink, and he's like, "This will save you. (laughs) Drink it." It it's
0: more like go to sleep because once you go to sleep, your powers will like stop. Right. Okay. And then you can cover and like you won't die, but because of of the devil thing told music was still kind of controlling everything a little right. bit through her so everyone didn't wake up from the dream so they're stuck in there still so instead of drinking it she decides to sing to release everyone from the dream world but in doing so she continues to use her powers which then pushes her to die in the end
1: got it so I think the ending could have been maybe a little clearer it kind of felt like it ended very quickly
0: also I think there are so many like flashbacks that last part yeah uh, it goes through i feel like they i wish they would have done the like shanks sad story earlier instead of doing like shanks this is what happened oh man he's a bad guy and then five minutes later being that's wrong here's the real really what happened and then going through the same story again and then telling it that the right the the true way
1: i think it's slightly convoluted because they have to not affect the main story at all It's kind of the problem because like all of the flashing between multiple characters at the end is purely because Shanks and Luffy can't be yet.
0: Yeah, it's a part of the story that the whole thing is that, at least if I remember it correctly, was that when Luffy meets Shanks again, that's when he was going to
1: return he's gonna his return hat. to return the straw hat, yeah. When he is finally Pirate King, I think. Yeah. But presumably they aren't going to, I'm actually not entirely sure if it's when he's Pirate King or when they, I think it's it's stated that it's when he is strong enough to give it back or something. Thing.
0: And I think, and because of that, they have throughout the entire story never seen each other. And again, that's why I asked you what you thought of Shanks' hockey, because up until very recent chapters and this movie, you don't even see Shanks fight.
1: Right. We never see Shanks other than finally in one chapter very recently.
0: Yeah. You also don't you see him briefly in the flashbacks with with Roger?
1: I think we see him with do like a a single spar kind of thing with Whitebeard. Yeah, or something like that or Buggy yeah. or something. Uh, maybe Black uh, he tells us that he fights Blackbeard that's how he gets those scars. Uh-huh. And then we see him lose an arm. That's the very beginning.
0: Yeah. Because of... I agree. I think the expedition... There was times... I did like parts of it where... Mm. I liked the dream sequence almost. Which at first I was like, what's going on? And then it's like, oh, this is actually kind of cool, I thought. because I was, I was yeah. also thinking the same thing you were thinking. It's like, she is so overpowered. This whole thing doesn't make... Like, nothing makes sense. And then it's like, oh, it doesn't make sense because they're all dreaming. Right. And then, you know, it... think so it's
1: like a classic Oda power move. Yeah. they to have something crazy. And then there's just like a little like a little kick to it or not kick, but a little a little twist to it that makes it not as terrifying or more terrifying uh, than you think it is.
0: (laughs) yeah also I just want to say the first time watching it when Uta is talking about how Shanks like abandoned her mm-hmm. and you see that from her point of view you see the back of their heads and they're all like cheering and, and like laughing and I was like I know they're gonna see a scene later where it's gonna be the same thing <laughs> opposite view and they're cheering but actually they're just all crying yeah, yeah, yeah and then it happens and I was like I knew it this is like such an Oda move right there like I feel mm-hmm. like he's done that several times already in this in he his- loves
1: a good yeah ensemble panel yeah but he i i how involved was he in this like obviously it's his story but he didn't direct it no and i don't know if he wrote it other than like maybe some notes here or there because that happens a lot with these movies because they're non-canonical they kind of go off on their own and hire random people to make it
0: so no the movie
1: was actually directed
0: by goro taniguchi and it was written by someone else not oda Right, but it Oda was one of the producers, so I'm sure he had some say what was going on. Right, about.
1: they they have to consult him. Wait, on. hold on,
0: before you say this, I wanted since you asked about the director, I just wanted to say. Yes, go ahead. So the cool thing, I actually Gorō Taniguchi, he directed several of the One Piece films, mm-hmm. but also he created, created and directed, or I guess partially wrote and created the story of, and then also directed all of Code Geass, right. the anime, which is great. Which is that's one of my favorite animes. Mm-hmm. So is a great story and i think also some of those like twists and stuff are very his style as well for sure so i kind of see see those kind of similarities between his work as well right but anyways you were gonna say something else
1: well i was gonna say that one piece is a a legitimate like franchise think of on the level of something like marvel or the james bond films or Mm -hmm. or uh fast and the furious (laughs) where it's not really like an individual person's vision anymore It's like a studio dedicated solely to making this this content and they have.
0: I would almost compare it more to Game of Thrones. Actually, mm-hmm. it's kind of like how is his name George 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 R. R.
1: Martin. R. Martin. Yeah. Where
0: he, it's like his original idea, his books originally, right? Right. But I feel like since then it has grown to these TV shows and that everything he has kind involvement of, with yeah,
1: but, but isn't necessarily day to day involved. Yeah,
0: which I think I would say is kind of similar in this case. Right. With one this One Piece film,
1: and so I think that may be where some of the inconsistencies come in a little bit, mm-hmm. um, between this and and the manga and why may or may not be considered canonical or not (laughs) isn't. i think it's just it isn't considered canonical really true
0: but canonical or not story-wise or not did you have fun what do you think of you what would you what would you what concession would you give this impression of a film
1: i would say if you're thinking of this film as like a concert film not like a traditional film but like almost like you're going to watch a concert just in a theater yeah (laughs) instead of a stadium Mm -hmm. um then i think it's pretty great popcorn film
0: okay so popcorn would be a good review going from top it would be peanut m&ms then popcorn and then bad review would be hot dog and then the worst review would be raisinets yes i would agree with you I don't know if it's because I've seen it several times. I think the first time I watched it, I would have probably given it peanut M&M's. Really? I think mainly because it opened up this entire world of like... I will also say that I've never watched the One Piece anime, anything of it. I've only read the manga. Mm. So like actually seeing the animation for this movie, I was like, I want to actually go back and watch the anime because I was, even though I know it's not going to be as good.
1: Well, actually, I think the most recent anime... It does shows very similar actually. very similar now.
0: i've seen some of the more recent episodes recently and i was like the animation is really good so i think like the animation was i really enjoyed and also the music was just amazing and after watching the film initially i was just kind of playing the, the soundtrack on repeat for you know several weeks so i think initially i kind of had this like high of like not really necessarily the movie mm-hmm. i think it has a lot of f- flaws I think it's definitely better, in my opinion, than the Dragon Ball film overall as a story and a movie. Yeah. I think the things I like the most about it, I guess technically it wasn't the movie itself. It was just more of these external things that instead of the like the story and the main reason, to, I guess, for me to go watch the film.
1: I think we have to like define a new genre almost for these types of films, which... I'm now calling the concert film.
0: Yeah, I mean, I guess so, because like, I think that's a good point, because you wouldn't necessarily go see a concert because you're like, oh, I really hope, you know, John Williams talks about and makes a story as he's doing something, you know, like I want him to compose and, and play his biggest hits and his songs. Right. Like mm-hmm. that's kind of the reason I think I would watch this film again to kind of watch those bits and pieces, those like little music videos throughout and like listen to the music more so than I would watch the movie again because of the story. But yeah, I think, I think we that's it for today. I think we should kind of wrap up. I think we <laughs> said kind of quite a bit already about this.
1: Did you give your rate? Oh, you did. I did. I also said popcorn. Popcorn. So, All right.
0: I said originally I probably would have given it peanut and ms but I think after you know lamenting about it I, I feel like my solid score would be mm. a uh, popcorn which is still good I think it's a good film.
1: Yeah I think it's totally watchable and it's fun and I like I think what makes it the most interesting and innovative is that there is sort of this like new genre forming here. Yeah. Anyways, this
0: was our concession impressions of the film One Piece Film Red. As always, I'm your host, Michelangelo.
1: And I'm Chase. Or Charles. I don't know. Whatever my name is.
0: And this is Concession Impressions. Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to Concession Impressions. The show is hosted and produced by Charles Hedwig and myself, Michelangelo White. music in the episode was created by Joe Part. The show logo and editing was done by the musically talented and editing talented Yumi White. Let us know your concession impression on Twitter and on Instagram at Film Cookbook. We're excited to hear your thoughts. Also, I want to hear for all the One Piece fans out there, if you have your own devil fruit power, which one would you choose? Or if you could be any character from the One Piece universe, which character would you be? I feel like I would probably either be Brooks. I think his power is kind of fun. Well, that's it for this week. I hope you guys enjoy. I hope you guys have a uh, had a great Halloween, and uh, we'll see you guys in the next one. It's me, Big One, because a black man. Well, spoiler. All right, have a great week, everyone. Bye.